Hey guys, welcome to the Me, My Journaling God podcast. I am your host, Dr. Patrice Rose. So this week's episode is entitled, Don't Go Down With The Ship. And I basically just wanted to talk to you guys about knowing when to let go. A part of the healing journey and this whole journey to get to a healthy version of ourselves requires that we let go of certain things. Um, And with this title, Don't Go Down With The Ship, by ship, I'm referring to those friendships, the relationships, situationships, and even family ships that are now starting to take in water. So we don't want to drown with that ship. Um, for me and being on my journey and, and trying to navigate this path to my healthiest version of myself, um, this was something that I really, truly had to take a look at. I had to take a look at the relationships and the connections and the people that were currently on my ship. And I had to evaluate if this is somebody that deserves to stay on the ship or is this somebody that has to go? You know, I think far too often while we're on this journey, we feel like we got to hold on. We got to hold on. Um, so we try to patch the holes in the relationships and the friendships. And a lot of times what God is telling us is to just go ahead and jump ship. It's time to jump ship. Um, And holding on a lot of times, it hurts more than letting go. So um, with this episode, let's get into it. Let's talk more about what signs that you should be more aware of. Not to say that these are the only signs. These were the signs for me. And as always, you have to make sure that you're looking at everything from your own perspective. Evaluate how this can apply to your life. If it doesn't apply, you let it fly. That's what I was always taught, right? Um, But if it does, I hope that this will kind of help you to gain some clarity on what's going on and who needs to go. So for me, these were some signs that the ship was starting to take in water or, you know, in more popular terms, the red flags. Uh, The first sign for me was the lack of communication. I felt the shift. I saw the shift um, and it went from daily conversations with people to maybe weekly conversations to no conversation at all. Um, I think the, 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 the thing with communication is that we have to understand that it is a two way street. It is not always about you talking, but it is also about you listening. And I would find myself having these conversations or communicating with people in my life. And one, I knew they weren't listening. Um, and one of my pet peeves when I'm talking to you is when you are on your phone. I hate that with a passion. Because that means that you do not care enough to give me the respect of your undivided attention. And people will say, oh, I can do multitask. I can do this. I can do that. I understand that. But if I am talking to you, especially if I'm talking to you about something as serious as my feelings, if I trusted you enough to have that conversation with you, the least you can do is respect me enough to give me an undivided attention. Right. But um, communication, it comes down to listening. And I can remember times where I am talking to people and I'm telling them things that are going on and and things that I've experienced and I have to double back or have to repeat myself because it's a huh or what did you say? Or, you know, when it comes time for them to speak, so to speak, um, they're repeating something that I already said or they're giving me advice that doesn't match with what I said. So to me, I'm noticing that you're not listening. And then in those moments when I get silent, I'm looking for somebody 
to just hear me in my silence. And I know that sounds weird, but I can honestly say there are people in my life right now that if I shut down, if I get quiet, they see that. And the first question is, are you okay? So somebody being able to hear your silence is it's a whole different level of connection. Trust me. Um, the other thing with the communication piece, me not having a desire to speak. Um, when you're dealing with mental health and you're dealing with issues of that nature, you need a safe space. You need a space that you know when you enter, you're not being judged. You're not being looked down upon. You're not being talked down upon where your emotions and your feelings are being respected. So when I entered into these spaces where I no longer feel like I'm being seen, heard, or respected, now I'm no longer entering these spaces. And then it becomes, well, why don't you come to me anymore? Because you no longer made me feel safe in those spaces. And I think that's something that a lot of people, especially if you've never had any issues with your own mental health, you don't understand how important that is, that safety, that feeling of safety is. Once it's violated, it's violated, at least for me. Once that changes for me, I'll never come to you again. And for me, I know it's very rare. There are very few people that can say that I've come to them when I was in a moment of crisis. Um, another red flag or sign that I saw was the lack of effort. You know, I think people fail to forget to remember, I'm sorry, that we are all going through something. You know, everybody is experiencing something. So if I put effort forth to feed to you and to feed into you and to breathe life into you, so to speak, I expect the same effort in return. But I began seeing certain people would be around me, but they're not giving me that effort. They just want to be around to hear about what all is going wrong. They don't want to feed into me. They don't want to pull me up. They're not trying to see me come out of this situation. They just want to know what's wrong. What happened? How did that happen? Well, what did so-and-so do? What did they say? But never was it a, a, a moment of support. And a lot of that is what, you know, I, I was missing. That was what I needed. So that was another red flag for me. Hey guys, let's pause and talk about the Me, My Journal, and God Daily Gratitude Journal. The Me, My Journal, and God Daily Gratitude Journal was designed with your healing in mind. Inside, you will find space to track daily gratitude, space to journal about your experiences, and space to take notes. As an added bonus, each day you will find one of my favorite scriptures. These journals are available on Amazon.com and yes, It is prime ready. Place your order today and watch as your gratitude elevates your life. Now let's get back into the episode. The different level of clarity when you're starting to heal. Um, So you're able to identify different things and different qualities in the people that are around you. And I began to see that not everybody was supportive of my decision to start just living a different life. Um, to change my mindset, to heal, and to walk in my healing on a daily basis. Um, And those people become um, less attractive to you as you're taking this journey. Um, Support is crucial to the success of your healing. 
And I know a lot of us like to say, you know, I did it on my own or I went through this alone. But the reality is you need at least one person that can go through this with you, that can help you carry the load, because there are going to be times when it's going to get so heavy and it's going to get hard and you're going to need somebody that you can call on to be there for you in those moments. Um, I know I can remember at one point in time being just at probably my lowest point since I um, acknowledged that there was something wrong. And I can remember just hearing the voice of God and I can hear him saying that he loved me, but he had to break me. And I kept thinking to myself, if a God love God, if you love me, why would you break me? And he said, I have to break you because this version of you has to die in order for the version of you that I need to live. So I'm looking at it and I'm thinking about it. I'm asking God, you know, why, you know, why am I going through all of this stuff? Because at the time it was just so much going on between grief and, you know, issues at home and issues at work. And it was just so much in front of me. And I'm asking God, you know, why, if I'm supposed to be healing, would you do all of this? Why would you allow all of this to happen? And that's what he told me. He said that that person, she has to die because You can't walk into the rooms that I have prepared for you and be her. I need you to be something much stronger, something much more confident and somebody who knows that I am God. And when you walk into these rooms where I'm about to take you, that version of you cannot go. She can't sustain that room. So at some moment in time, God did. He broke me and he broke me down. Um, and I can truly say there was blessing in that because now I can see. And when I say, see, I see that there's like a spiritual sight that you gain. There's a clarity that you gain. There is an understanding that you gain. Um, my healing is a daily thing. It's not a, you know, oh, that happened and now she's healed. No, I, I choose to be healed every day because Every day I'm aware that there are triggers that can occur that can set me back at any moment. But I am um, choosing to continue to walk this path according to what he designed. So that's one of the biggest things. Um, And that kind of goes hand in hand with this next red flag is the shift in mindsets. So the shift in mindset has to occur in order for you to um, successfully take this journey. Um. Healing is not easy by far. It's, it's, a, it's harder than the actual mental illness, if I'm being honest, because I have to make a decision every single day from the moment I open my eyes that I'm healed and I have to operate in that mindset. So when I notice people around me that are not helping me to operate from that place, they are, they're, they're feeding that old me. You know, remember when you used to, oh, you switched up on me. Oh, now you think you better than somebody because you don't drink anymore. So when that person comes into play, I have to look at them and say, okay, you might be one of the ones you poking holes in this ship. Um, So you have to be mindful of all of that. You have to evaluate that. The mindset shift is one of the biggest things um, next to support. Just because if your mindset stays stuck in that old place, it's impossible for you to get to the new. Um, Growth can only happen when there's some form of death. And that's sad to say. 
you're going to have to kill that old version of you that thought those terrible thoughts in order for the new version of you to be birthed. So, and again, you know, I always speak as I'm speaking to you guys, I'm always speaking to you guys from my own personal experience. Everybody's experience is different. Um, but for me personally, that's the way I had to look at it. The old me had to die in order for the new me to be born. Um, and right now she's still in an infant form. She's an infant slash toddler, you know, learning to walk, learning to do things, you know, I'm feeding myself and things like that. Learning all of these things, um, from a new mindset because that old mindset had to go. Um, the next thing after that mindset was the lack of trust. Um, when I started to look at people out the side of my eye, like, hmm, something ain't quite right right there. Um, feeling like, you know, I had to question relationships. I had to question bonds. And I had to ask, like, is this somebody that I really feel like if everything was to go left, would they help me get back right? So being able to trust and not trust and being able to have these difficult conversations with people, um, that was a big thing for me as well, because you never want to let go of the people that have been there because those are the people that have been there. Right. But God told me, if you trust me, then, you know, I'll send you better than you had. So because I trust God, I am willing to say, no, I can't be around you. I don't trust you. And the reality is a lot of the times when we say lack of trust or we're talking about trusting people, this didn't just happen when you started to heal. You didn't trust that person way before you started the healing journey. But because of the feeling you got when they were around or because how they talked or what they did for you, you know, you were willing to look past a lot of things. But the lack of trust does not just happen overnight. That's that starts from the beginning. Trust is an action word, no different than love. You show me that I can trust you. You give me reason to believe I can trust you. So if you don't trust somebody that's in your circle or in your support system or in your area, however you want to look at it, then that's a clear indication that that person is not belong on the ship, which leads to the next thing, emotional detachment. Um, on this journey, I can honestly say that when I began to heal, it just was like certain things just did not work for me anymore. And it's, it's almost like when you quit smoking or you quit drinking after so long, when you try to go back to it, it just doesn't taste right. Something just isn't right about it anymore. So as I'm on this journey to heal, you know, I went into an isolation period where I didn't talk to anybody. I wasn't around anybody. I was just trying to figure things out. And I'm continuing to operate from this healing mindset. And then when I finally was ready to go back out, you know, and, and be around others, certain people just didn't give me that same taste anymore. Certain people just could not... I just didn't get a good feeling when they're around. I felt my energy shift. I felt this drain just come over my body. And I'm just thinking to myself, no, I don't want to be around you anymore. So that emotional detachment was happening, whether I liked it or not. And I had no control over it. So I think in healing, emotional detachment just happens. Um, The next red flag for me um, was different goals and values. So, um, I've always been goal driven. Um, I've always been that person that would write down goals 
and, you know, check them off as I'm doing it. Um, And I've always had my core values that were near and dear to me that I'm not going against. But, you know, the people that are around you sometimes don't always have that same mentality. And when I was in a place where I wasn't healed, where I was functioning in chaos and dysfunction, um, I didn't care that those people didn't have goals. I didn't care that they didn't have the same values. I just cared that there was somebody there. I just cared that somebody was there to tell me, oh, you look pretty today. Oh, you're, I'm proud of you. Oh, you're doing this. Oh, you're doing that. I just cared that I had somebody there. But now being where I am and understanding that I don't need a yes man or I don't need to be a people pleaser, I can say that, you know, you got to have some goals to sit at this table. Like, I don't want anybody around me that is not trying to progress in life because healing is about progression. Healing is about growth. So if you're not looking into progression, if you're not trying to grow as a person, then why would you want to be around me? Because everything I talk about from here on out is about growth. So at some point, we're going to have a falling out. At some point, you're not going to want to be around me or I'm not going to want to be around you because it's just two different wavelengths. It's two different paths. So that was the whole thing with that. And so I had to now take a look at everybody to say, you know, are we like minded or are we just or do I just like you? And I'm sorry if I just like you, you can't you can't stick around. And the um, the last red flag for me was a lack of fulfillment or just overall um, unhappiness. Uh, I want to be fulfilled in everything that I do. And when I say fulfilled, I mean, there needs to be some sense of joy. Um, I want to have some sense of pride. Um, I want to be accomplished. And uh, everybody else around you is not have that same feeling. And now don't get me wrong either when I say sense of pride, because I think we automatically assign a negative connotation to pride when we say the word pride, because we think, you know, prideful people are these big, arrogant people that are not able to accept when they're wrong and things of that nature. But that's not what I'm saying. I want to take pride in my work. I want to take pride in my podcast. So I have this podcast now that I'm putting out and I'm trying to put out quality content And I'm hopefully putting out information or giving out some type of feedback that's going to help somebody else to get through their journey. Um, So I want to make sure that I'm taking pride in what I do. So that means I'm putting 110% of myself into the work that I'm doing. Um, I want to feel accomplished. You know, there are other goals that I've had for my life that kind of got put to the back because... I was helping other people reach their goals or because I just felt like I wasn't good enough to reach the goal. So I want to reach those goals. I want to feel accomplished because that feeling is it's just unrivaled. So, you know, the, the that's what I mean when I'm talking about fulfillment. So if I do not feel fulfilled in the connection that I hold with anyone, I mean, I, and again, because I, I keep saying with anyone, with anyone, these are with any person in your life that you hold a genuine connection with. If I don't feel fulfilled within that connection, then I can't have you on my ship. All of this rounds right back around to what I was saying to you all about mindsets. Um, Mindset is just it's it's the big like the big umbrella to this entire thing. Everything that happens to you from here to the end of your journey 
is going to be, you know, caught up in your mindset. So you have to have a mindset every day that healing is taking place. The Bible says that we are healed by his stripes. We are healed, right? So we already know his promise. We already know that healing is already there. It's already there. But every day we have to take the steps to get there. So every day you have to make the choice to operate from that space. Yes, I'm healed. Mentally, I'm healed. Physically, I'm healed. Emotionally, I'm healed. Spiritually, like every aspect of my life is caught in that mindset. And that mindset being turn in turn is what dictates you know how I view hey guys so like I told you guys last episode I wanted to start this special segment at the end of every episode where I call it a crown check and for these crown checks I'm asking that you guys email me dm inbox however you want to reach out but reach out and share something with me whether you'd like to get some advice about the situation you're experiencing or whether you want to share some good news with the family so that we can all just pat you on your back whatever you choose it doesn't matter um for today's episode i did receive an email from a young lady by the name of lisa so lisa i hope you're listening um and lisa writes to me from north carolina And uh, for this crown check, Lisa writes, Dear Dr. Rose, I want to say thank you for putting together such an authentic and pure podcast. I've been looking for something that I can listen to and somebody that I can relate to for the last couple of months because I really wanted to give this podcast thing a try. After listening to your trailer, I decided to put the notifications on so that I can listen to the show each week. The Purge was spot on. You dropped some really good gems and it really did help me to understand what I need to do next in terms of getting rid of the things that no longer serve me. So I just wanted to give you this little bit of encouragement to say, please keep going. And do not allow the people that you got rid of to come back because I want to make sure that you keep this good thing flowing. Thank you for what you're doing. Keep up the good work. God sees all and he loves all that you're doing. Thank you. Well, Lisa, um, thank you so much for your email. Um, It's definitely appreciated. Um, Lord knows this is a change for me. This is something that I am not used to doing. Um, I am uh, more of the quiet to the back, away from the crowd type of girl. I am not the loud and outspoken one that's up front, but I'm just being obedient to what I feel God has called me to do. Um, I do pray that this will open doors for other women. um, And I do pray that this will strengthen other women as well that are experiencing some of the same things. I'm glad that you took something good from the episode. And I am beyond honored that you've chosen to take the journey with me. Um, Please, please, please stay in touch. Um, Don't I mean, don't be afraid to reach out. I am such a person, personable person. I love talking to people, um, getting to know people, especially um, if there's something that I can do to make some part of your life or day better. Um, So, yeah, just keep reaching out. Um, We will do these crown checks on a weekly basis. I want to hear from you guys. 
please, please, please send in your emails, DMs, whatever. I am on all social media platforms at me, my journaling God, or you can find me on my personal platform. I am Patrice Rose, or you can email me at me, my journaling God at gmail.com. That's it for today's episode. I hope you got something from it. Um, If you didn't, that's cool too. Just remember, I love you and there is nothing you can do about it.